Money. It affects our everyday life. But how do we make more of it? Manage it. And make sure we make the most of our money. Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello and welcome to the Money Mindful podcast. I am your host, Megan Jean Smith. I'm a money mindset and life coach for women. I help you create a better relationship with money and yourself. All right, welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about pricing your offer, undercharging, how to price your offer, how I priced my offer. I want to share all the things about pricing your offer. I want to share about my experience, not because my experience is the correct way or anything like that, just because I think it will help you um, to put it into perspective with real life examples. And I want to share some examples of what I've experienced with my clients when they've um, put pricing out and I'm just going to come straight out and say right at the start that if you are expecting this episode to tell you what is the right price to charge, <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you because there isn't a correct price to charge. And I'm going to talk about that in more detail and why that is so But first, I just wanted to share like a really interesting story that happened to me recently that just goes to show how we think about money just affects how much we charge so much and also the difference when it comes to females and males and how we think about money and what we charge and our perceived value. So I was in an interesting situation recently. So I, um, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know, I'll give you a bit of background um, information. So I'm into my second year of being in business and I don't work full time in my business uh, until my children, my youngest daughter goes to school. I operate my coaching practice on a part-time basis. And in my first year of business, I did very well. I've created a profitable business. And with the numbers that I made, I now needed to, in this new financial year in Australia, when you earn over a certain amount of money, you have to register for GST. And so um, I have to register for GST because I'm going to earn over that amount of money. And when I was going through the discussion with my registered BAS agent, um, that's for those of you who are overseas, that's just a person who does your accounting for you, like does your tax return stuff with the with the taxes, um, the government taxes, the GST. And sorry, I don't want to get all too wordy on you, but basically GST is just a government tax that you have to put on the price of your product on top of the price of your product. And that just goes to the government, right? It's like, I think it's called VAT in Europe. And I have no idea for those of you in Canada and the US and other elsewhere in the world. Um, but this is our, my experience here. 
So I was talking to my bookkeeper at the time, my bass agent, and she is, she was, she's a female. She still is a female. (laughs) I was going to say she was a female. She still is one now. And the conversation went a little bit like this. And she's like, yeah, well, you've got to be really careful with that because that can be a big shock to your clients. Like, um, cause 10% is going to go on top of what you charge and you've got to really think about whether you're going to absorb that cost, uh, and keep your price as it is, but you absorb the cost of the GST. And this was how the conversation went, right? And it, she wasn't telling me what to do, but it was definitely leaning towards, um, that this could be really difficult for my clients. This could be something that my clients won't like having to pay an extra 10% and um, that, you know, I really need to think carefully about whether I want to absorb that cost. Anyway, in the meantime, the bookkeeper that I used sold her business. And so it rolled over and I've been using the new company and it just happens to be a male. And He's also an accountant and I was talking to him because it was at the time where I had to register for GST. We've just moved into our new financial year. And he, I said to him, oh yeah, so I just have to think about what I'm going to do here. And he basically was straight up like, well, for every 10 clients you get, that's an extra $6,000 you have to absorb. Like, why would you do that? That's like such a fair, a hefty whack that you need to absorb that seems really um really silly and uh oh he didn't say really silly but he was just like he was so like why would you absorb the cost of that like that's what it's he said you're not getting the money the money goes to the government like it's a really standard thing like it's the law you have to put that 10 percent on this is your price and I was just so fascinated with the approaches from um, the female bookkeeper and the male bookkeeper and how different they were. And it was interesting, my like just observing like how I felt and my thinking from, yeah, hearing these two different perspectives. And when I just sat with that and really thought about that, like, oh, yeah, like every 10 clients I get, I'm going to have to pay this extra six. I mean, hang on, sorry, I got the maths wrong, not 6,000, an extra 5,000, like absorb that cost. I was kind of like, why, why am I doing that? How do I really feel about this? And it was coming from this place of sort of like, oh, yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't charge more and you know this really sort of diminished energy whereas you know if another business charged if I was getting a service from another business and then they registered for GST and suddenly I was being charged 10% more because of GST I wouldn't think anything of it like I, I would just be like oh yeah well they're charging GST now like they have to put that on that's the law but I just wanted to share this with you because I think this is a really common thing that women do we we undervalue ourselves and we also 
absorb the costs of things and we don't look at what the cost of operating a business actually is. And I think that it's very common practice for women to undercharge and undervalue our services. So I want to spend this episode just giving you some really helpful questions that you can ask yourself, but also just sharing with you what I've done in the hope that this might, you might be able to use this information as a guide. So when I very first started my coaching practice, I had no idea what to charge. And um, the coaching, I was in a coaching program at the time and the I followed the coach's advice and she just said, listen, if you don't know, um, if like if you have a lot of drama around your price and you don't know what to charge, just charge $100 a session, boom, just be done with it and don't spend any more time thinking about it because the amount of time that you will waste in drama about what you charge you could be using that time going out and meeting people and getting clients, right? And so I just thought, okay, well, that makes sense. I'm going to do that. And also that was kind of like around what I was, you know, roughly what I was used to getting paid. And so I did that. And when I got my very first client, uh, what happened though was I hadn't charged for coaching before. So I had a lot of limiting beliefs and let's say drama around charging for a service, like providing a service and actually charging money for it. And I think this happens for a lot of people who go into business for the first time because we're so used to receiving money from someone else. Like money comes from the company that we work from or money comes from our partner who works, right? Like whilst we look after the kids or I, I think it is an identity shift to become a businesswoman and an entrepreneur who is the person who is creating the money, right? And for me, definitely, it brought up so much feelings about not feeling good enough or not feeling worthy enough. And it's not that I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough, but also I'd never experienced really had that experience of charging for something and it felt like it was connected to my self-worth and that's the biggest piece that I struggled with in the beginning and I see my clients struggle with as well and so even though charging $2,500 for a coaching package seemed really not that much money. I mean, comparatively to what I char- what I pay for my coaches, um, that's nothing, right? But it 
was a big deal for me. I felt um, it was scary to charge that amount of money in the beginning. I hadn't experienced charging that amount of money and I got lots of coaching on it and I really felt um, that I wasn't quite there yet. And so I'm going to tell you something that you might not be expecting me to say as somebody who works with money mindset, but this has like been my whole growth, guys, and I want you to know about this because I want you to be able to have this too, is that in the very beginning with my very first client, I had I had clients who were non-paying clients in the beginning. That's what I did at the start to get started. I let everybody know that I was coaching and I took on initially, uh, I think it might've been around six, roughly six clients that I coached for a period of time for free. And then I went on to charging and I just really wanted to develop that self-concept of I am a paid coach, like people pay me money to coach them. And what I realized was having someone pay me money was more important than actually getting $2,500. And because I had such lack of confidence and self-belief in the beginning charging that money, what I did is I charged half price. And I know that there's a lot of coaches out there who would say, no, 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 don't do that. You have to charge what you're worth. And the product that I was selling, like the coaching, the result that you get from coaching was worth way more than $2,500. But I didn't feel confident selling at that price. I hadn't built up that self concept of myself being somebody who can charge $2,500, right? And, but I wanted to help myself. I wanted to create evidence that I was a person who, who had clients pay me money to coach them. And so I offered it at half price because in my mind, it was an absolute steal like it was the bargain of the century it was like an absolute no-brainer like to the point that if this person had said no I would have been like are you crazy like are you insane this price is absolutely insane to get help to get the result that you want in your life and can I tell you that that was the best thing that I could have done for myself in the beginning now, do you need to offer your um, your offer, whatever it is, half price? Absolutely not. You do not need to do that. Maybe you have a much better self-concept of yourself than, you, than I had when I started. I'm not saying that that's the way to do it, but sometimes we have so much drama about the price that we then, you know, get so caught up in it and we try to make an offer, but we don't believe in the price and then it's so hard to sell. And then guess what? We don't, you know, because it comes across like energetically. Okay. What next? I I have to tell, I I feel like this is going to be, might be a bit of a long episode because there's so much that I want to share with you around this because I think um, it will really help you. So if this is you, if this experience is you, if you're starting out in business and you're feeling like you're very insecure around 
charging what I mean because you might have a price in mind right like you might have a price that you want to charge but you just feel too scared to charge that price I want to offer that you can just do the work like you can do the thought work like if you've got somebody to help you work through this to get to a place where you can just charge what you want to charge right because sometimes we just have to take courageous action and go for it But if you have so much drama around it that it's blocking you from moving forward and making offers and showing up for the people that you want to work for, then my suggestion is, and this is what I one of my clients recently did for when she made an offer to her first paying client is she had a price in mind that she wanted to charge. That was, and she liked that price. She liked her reasons for charging that price, but it felt really difficult for her to make the offer at that price. Like she sort of felt like she had to convince the client at that price because she wasn't convinced herself. And so what I got her to do was play around with different prices. Like, where do you feel like it's a no brainer? You know, like, where do you feel like what price, like if you, like, as you lower it, what, what feels like you could just be like, yes, this absolutely, I could sell this, not a problem. And she did that and got to a price where she was like, yeah, I feel like I could offer this price and I feel really good about it and it feels like a total bargain and I just feel like I don't have to try and convince or um, do anything like that to get the sale. And so she did that for her first paying client and the client said yes. So that's amazing. She has her first paying client now and then now she has the opportunity to build her self-concept as a coach who has paying clients and now she can start charging what she wants to charge because I only offered half price to my very first client. I never offered half price again. Like every other person after that was at the full price. But that was the best move I could have made because it got me into being in the identity and the self-concept of somebody who is a paid coach, right? And this applies. You don't have to be a coach for this to apply. This can apply to other industries. So now I want to shift you to the other side of things where you're already working and you're bringing in an income and you want to raise your prices, but you're scared to raise your prices and how, what you can do around this. And The first thing I want to say is that when it comes to price, we're so obsessed with ourselves, like how we feel, what we think of our value, whether or not we think we're good enough or whether we deserve it. And we forget to think about our clients and what's in it for them. Like how is it beneficial to your client to raise your prices? What? (laughs) All right, I'm going to explain that, okay? So let's take the example of when I was charging, when I started and I was charging $2,500 per client. Now, I said to you that at this current time, I do not coach full-time. I coach part-time. And at 
around 10 to 15 clients, I'm totally booked, like absolutely filled to the gill. Like really 10 to 12 clients is that to me being fully booked. Now at 2,500 a client, let's do the simple maths here. If I've got 10 clients, that's $25,000. Now that's not a lot of money when you're running a business. Okay. This isn't, when you run a business, it's, you're not just getting the money and it's all going to you. There's operational costs of running a business. There's also tax that you have to pay. And so you, and you need to pay yourself a salary out of that. So for me, I realized that that price that I was charging was not a price that was going to help me grow my business. And it was definitely not going to help me with my clients because if I wanted to earn more money, I would have had to have squeezed in a whole heap more clients. And here's why charging more can be so much more beneficial to your clients. Like, first of all, by me charging more, I can see less clients and I have more time to work on my business. I can create more resources for them. I can upgrade the systems in my business, right? And I've got the time to do that because I'm not squeezing in to every single hour of the day another client so I can earn more money, right? I have a lot of space and time for my clients to the point where there's been occasions where I've got off a call from a client and created a whole workbook for them because I know that it's something that they need and I've had the space to do that. Now that's a better quality of service, right? Like I wouldn't be able to do that for my client if I was cramming in clients everywhere to try and make more money at $2,500 a client. So I did some maths and worked out like what would be a good price to pay to have good price to charge for my business to be able to operate in a way that serves me and serves my clients, right? And so I decided to double my prices. And without examining that and without like really looking closely at first saying something like I decided to double my prices can sound like really full on like what how can you do that like you mean you just doubled your prices and my brain had a hissy fit about that like what you can't double your prices that's crazy and I felt extremely uh nervous and um worried about like telling my existing clients that I've increased my prices and um but again this is all coming from my thoughts about me and how I feel and nothing to do with the client experience now I don't know about you and your business but I'm a coach and my business is about transformation If you come and work with me, you work with me because you want to experience a transformation, right? And what better way to show my clients how to transform than to be a product of my product, like do my own transformations, 
right? Like I'm taking courageous action. I'm up leveling. I'm transforming. And then all of that work I do on myself, I'm able to bring to my clients. And the funny thing is, is it's like, do I want to be a coach who is scared to raise their prices and be like operating from a small space? Or do I want to be a coach who is a product of their product? Like I'm growing and evolving and up-leveling all the time. And that's exactly what I'm helping my clients do. And so for me, it was a no-brainer because even though it felt scary to double my prices, it was also something that I felt like I need to do this. I need to be a product of my product. I need to be showing my clients what is possible. And the the amazing thing is, is like I got way more clients when I increased my price. I mean, you know, it just, it goes to show. And uh, it's it's never about the money. We have so much drama around the money, but price is neutral. It really is. Like the price, money is neutral. And there will always be people who think you're too expensive and there'll always be people who think that you're too cheap. But one thing that I believe and operate by, and I'll share this with you now, is someone in my mastermind recently said, you pay attention to what you pay for. And I've got to say, I think this is so true and such a factor when it comes to setting your price. And I want to tell you a couple of stories around this. So when I got my very first coach, it cost me around $500 per month. It was a group coaching program. And for me at the time, that was a lot of money. I, I wasn't working. We were living off one income with just the two kids. So to pay $500 for a coach every month was massive for me at the time. But I tell you what, you better believe I showed up for every call. I did every bit of homework that they gave. Like there was homework, daily homework. I did that coaching every single day. And guess what? I have had monumental shifts in my life in regards to how I show up, how I think about myself, my capabilities. Like since getting a coach, I started a podcast, I created a business, I did huge scary things like actually leave teaching, like a really stable kind of safe um, job that, you know, most people in the world would think. And I just went all in on my success, my family's success. We moved into to state, into state, like I, the way that I have dealt with this pandemic, you know, so many positive things have come out of it because I got coaching. And at the time I paid what I thought was a lot of money, but I gave it my all and I got the results. And it's so interesting because I had a consult with somebody recently who, when I told her my price, she was totally shocked. <laughs> and and she was like, oh, I just didn't expect it to be that much. And I asked her, well, how much did you expect it to be? And she said, oh, look, I thought, you know, it would probably be around $30 a session. And I just asked her like really 
out of curiosity, I said, how seriously would you take this coaching if you were paying $30 a session? I said, would you show up to every session? Would you be worried if you missed a session? And she said, yeah, you know, like, you're right. I, <laughs> like, I wouldn't take it seriously. Because, I mean, like, look at gym memberships. <laughs> you know, we, we pay to go to the gym and then we just, we don't go, right? But when you make that big financial commitment, you show up, right? You pay attention to what you pay for. And I'm in the business of transformation. So I want my clients to take this work seriously. Like I want them to show up for themselves and they do, right? Because they're, they're paying for it. And so they do the homework and they get the results. I mean, that's like, the beautiful thing about that. So what I want to end with and really encourage you to marinate on and think about if you're wanting to increase your prices is think about it from the perspective of your client. How does it benefit, like if you're a service provider, right? Like how does it benefit your client if you charge more? Okay. I mean, even just things like the hair, the hair salon, like I have paid $40 to get my hair cut and I've paid, you know, over a hundred dollars to get my hair cut. And the experiences were very different, you know, in terms of the type of salon, the service that they offered me, how the booking service, how quickly I could get in all these things. Like price really doesn't matter. It's, it's what you can charge whatever you want because there's always going to be low budget, medium range, high budget and whatever high ticket or whatever you want to say. But whatever you decide to charge, you're always going to be too expensive for someone and you're always going to be too cheap for someone else. Like that's just the way the world works, right? There's different price ranges. And so you really can charge what you want But some great questions to ask yourself is, do I like my reasons, right? Like the price that you choose, how do you feel about that price? Like, do you feel scared to charge that price just because of your own self-concept and what you're used to charging? Like, do you like your reasons? And maybe you want to become somebody who can charge a higher price but you're not quite there yet, then you can do the kind of thing things I've talked about today where I helped myself get to a higher price and I really coached myself on that, but I really was open to exploring honestly my thoughts around it. Truth be told, I really believe it does not serve my clients to charge a cheaper rate. I really believe that in my heart. And so I have nothing on the price that I charge now, nothing on it. Like I think my clients get so much value for what I charge because if I charge them less money, one, I wouldn't be able to deliver uh, the service that I deliver because I would have to like cram in more clients. And two, I show up, like I show up with a bigger capacity when I, like when I started charging more, my coaching 
improved in a way. Like it's it's hard to explain, but it's like I just ha- had a bigger capacity like to hold more space for my clients and more space for their growth because I was holding space for my own growth. So I really want to encourage you to do this work and look at your pricing because it really serves nobody you playing small. It really doesn't. You know, I bought a beautiful velvet collar for my dog recently, Dasha. Um, she's a whippet and I found this company, um, she's in Melbourne. She's, a, a mum. she makes them herself. And in my opinion, I think she way undercharges for this beautiful product that she makes. And if she goes out of business because she's exhausted, because she can't keep up with, you know, producing these collars because she charges so cheaply, I'll be devastated because I think her product is wonderful and I would have char- I would have paid twice as much for, for what she was doing. And I bet you, I mean, I don't want to s- single her out or anything, so I'm not, if you're interested in getting an amazing, beautiful velvet collar and matching velvet lead for your dog and you're in Australia, I don't know if she sends to overseas, you can DM me on Instagram and I will give you her details because it's, they're so beautiful. You know, this is how people go out of business because they don't charge enough money to be able to keep their business functioning and in a way that you can function in your business. Because if you're stressed and struggling, how can you deliver an amazing product, right? It's hard. It's so hard. And it's from such a place of struggle. And that doesn't serve you and it certainly does not serve your clients. I hope that today's email has given you lots to marinate on and think about. If this is something that you want help with, I can help you with this. Okay, I've helped many of my clients increase their prices and also get their first clients. So I would love to be able to help you with that too if you resonate with me as the kind of person that you would like to work with. And the way that you can work with me is by going to my website, moneymindful.com.au and signing up for a consultation. And that's where we work out whether we're a good fit or not and that if, if I can really help you get the results that you want. Um, and I let you know either way, like if, you, if we're not a good fit uh, and I can recommend you to someone else, I will. I do that. Okay, my friend, until I hear, until what? What am I trying to say? Until I'm in your ears again next week, you have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember, the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way.